Hello and welcome to Punta Vista, episode 249. I am Ben, and I am here at a session of the Council of Intelligent Races of the Orion Arm of the Milky Way Galaxy. With me is one of the small, furry, goblin-like aliens, who is here to argue that we should invite humans onto the Council and stop shoving things up their assholes. It's Theo. Hey, Hi, Theo. How are we going? Yeah, good. How are you? Good, good. Um, pretty cool to be here at the 470 millionth, 929,000th, 143rd uh, Divine Rite of Kings meetings. What is mm-hmm. this? This is the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Council of Intelligent Races of the Orion Arm of the Milky Way Galaxy. We really got to really snip that up. Is that on the action? Is that on the agenda? I think we could shorten that to uh, what have we got here? C I R O A M G Kramg. Yeah, Kramg. No fucking talking. Haven't been introduced yet. Kramg. Yeah. No. I've been. I mean, I've been saying it the last nine hundred meetings or so. You know, humans, not so bad. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't realize that when they walk around smelling of cum, we can like smell them really bad through yeah. our little through our little smelloscopes. Yeah. So you like, kind of like, you know, that one's normal. That one's cummy, yeah. cummy, normal, normal, cummy. I I don't even see the the letters and numbers anymore. You just see cum on the <laughs> smelloscope. <laughs> yeah, you know they wake up. Uh, they they have. Uh, they have sex and they go, you know what? I, I'll just shower later on in the afternoon. I'll shower later. No, no, do. I don't, I don't even no smell that bad. Yeah. Um, and they've, but they've only got like tiny little noses. But yeah. their favorite little people, um, dogs, uh, they've got enormous noses and they know all of the time how mm. long it's been since you last cummed. This is unsettling uh, for me to consider. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we should stop putting things in their butt as well. And they come and have a. We don't have to have introduce thing. those two measures at the same time. Yeah, I'd look at just it. I sort of as like a package. Mm. Um, I think there's some interlinkages there, yeah. uh, and also probably third rule: if they do arrive, they've got to they've got to shower first. Yep. Yeah, and we'll maybe breach that. Yeah, before they come onto the council, just be like, "Hey, hey. by the way, we yeah. the cum is just like." It's not to you guys. It doesn't really like, but to, but to us, it's like whoa. It's like right there. You it's know. hard to describe because the, the little furry goblin-like aliens they have sort of a cone and rod system for smell. So it's yeah. like if someone glowed purple because they smelled like cum. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort and of coming around. You, if there's any just any like ambiguity or anything, it's coming from your genital area. Yeah, so yeah. Down here. And if you went to say Garden City. And every yeah. third person was glowing purple. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, guys, maybe get on top of this. Also with me is one of the weird grey aliens with big heads, uh, who is here to argue that we should invite humans onto the council, but that we should keep shoving stuff up their assholes. It's Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hi. I'm looking svelte, if I you, do Your so. body like, is... Mad skinny legend. You <laughs> don't have... No body fat on there, but None. I'm also going to go as far as to say there's no musculature whatsoever. None at all. Yeah. Very bones fragile. In there? No, just sinew, sinewy in here. Oh, mm. that's interesting. Quite soft. Yeah. You look like if someone hit you with like a baseball bat, you'd sort of bounce around the room a little bit. I would. It would yeah. not hurt me. Yeah. And you yeah. don't want humans on the council. No, I think they're uh, disgusting and uh, not it- like... I'm not against having them on the council per se. I'm mm. just pro the putting things in their butts. 
Yeah. And you think that those two things might be at odds? They just feel like you you like you can have both. They shouldn't be mutually exclusive. Yeah. I think there might be a little bit of a conflict of interest here that we might need to address because the feeling I'm getting is that if the humans come on the council, they might be able to vote to stop putting things in their butts, e.g. Right. And maybe that's just clouding Lucy's... I'm not sure that they would vote that way. I guess it depends But they could. They could if they decided they wanted to stop being, you know... Sorry, Theo, what's your expertise? You're here as a cum expert. You're here as a cum expert. I feel like maybe this is not your wheelhouse. <laughs> maybe you should stick to what you know, which cum. is the cum smell. Some, yeah. Sometimes cum and butts overlapping Related. <laughs> Similar. Similar. Like if you imagine a Venn diagram, it sort of looks like an asshole. Yeah. And the overlap where the thing goes in the butt. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's cum, cum. ass, and then yeah. in the middle is... Come us. Come us. <laughs> also with me is one of the aliens that just looks like a tall Norwegian man uh, who is here to argue that we should invite humans on cancel and we should keep shoving stuff up their arseholes. It's Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the position I've been trying to argue for the whole time. And here's why. Number one, it's not just because I look like a guy, a regular yeah, guy. You do. Like a lot like a regular yeah. guy. And that's that's not why. It's not because I think I would get a whole ton of human anus uh, if you just threw me into the mix with them. Mm. That's not just it. I want to open your collective eyes to uh, all the other interesting things we could be putting places if it wasn't such a strict program for a start. Mm. And if we kind of got them involved, you know, in some of the, the brainstorming, like the imagineering of where we could be putting what and yeah. with who, you mm. know? I, feel I think like maybe, maybe the they've got ideas we haven't really thought of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've had how many? 400 million of these councils so far? Yep. Pe- people have been putting things everywhere. I've got to tell you. <laughs> I've been around here for a while and we've tried. Buddy, you got a thing? You got a spot? We've tried putting it in there. You got a hole? You got a hole? <laughs> we filled that hole. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh,. <laughs> I know it's been a while since you've been down there and that uh, you've been alive for a very, very long time. They have yeah. this thing now called the internet. Sure. And it's really changed their ideas of what should be going into which hole. Yeah. And 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 also, things are really cummy down there. Mm. <laughs> they cummier, <laughs> way cummier than ever. Yeah. Cummier, cummier than ever. <laughs> purple, purple aura around the whole planet visible from space. It's actually how we find other planets with life on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's trace elements in the atmosphere that could have only been produced by human cum. Mm. Um, But you were saying that we got to give, we got to go retread old ground, uh, replug old holes. Yeah, yeah, very much. To see if we missed anything. I'm telling you, they're they're plugging their own holes now. Like I like think. going back to like a level one area in Elden Ring and just like <laughs> just completely smashing those <laughs> basic holes. That's right. <laughs> Previously, you never it. even dreamed that you would be able to do one of the ears. Now, oh my god, so easy, so easy. <laughs> Blink and you miss it. I um I also don't want to be I don't want to be the racist who's saying which races can and can't join the council. You know what mm. I mean? 
Like, Theo's over here waving around his big sign with the races that aren't good enough. And I'm... Ooh, I don't know about that. It's not for me. I'm inclusive. I want to I wanna open... I want to open the council. I want to open every hole. I want to be as one. Yep. Mm. Hmm. That's Sorry, what's that had up. the intonation of the first half of a segue, so I was really <laughs> going to see how you were threading that needle, uh, but you didn't. Needles over here, the thread is still... How about this? Uh, yeah, let them all in, except for this one island. <laughs> it's kind of... Every... Like, you know, you look all over the world and there's like there's beautiful people and then there's people that are even more beautiful than those people. There's extra special, extra beautiful people. I went to this island and they all kind of look the same, you know? Kind of grey. Not svelte grey like Lucy over here. Mm. Uh, smooth and shiny, you know? Not like that at all. The wrong kind of pallid fish man, Grey. I am, of course, talking about a disgusting island called Britain. Ugh. Ugh. Let's uh, let's train, let's train our smelloscope on them and see what Ugh. they've been up to. <laughs> Fist-headed man destroys church. Folks, it's tabloid phenomenon. We check in on the UK and it's horrible goings on. Uh, this is from the Daily Star with a very compelling headline. <clears throat> Quote I'm a super soldier fighting in space war after being abducted by 15 foot alien Dracula. It's got it all. <laughs> alien Dracula. Is he using the term Dracula to mean vampire? I think <laughs> like I saying a Dracula. <laughs> And is he using the word alien to mean Polish? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think there are some details later on in the story where I think we're going to have to really interrogate what he means by Dracula. It's an earth-shattering claim, but Russ Kellett says he's a, quote, super soldier fighting in an intergalactic war. He reckons aliens have abducted him multiple times from his seaside home, whisking him to battles all over the world and beyond. And Russ, 58, is convinced he underwent disturbing medical procedures at the hands of a race of 15-foot-tall invaders. Yeah, now he's English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep going down to Tesco's. Oh, no. Ah, here we go. Uh, I was going to ask. Where's the evidence, you know? But mm, the author has cover. produced the author has produced drawings to support his claims. <laughs> now, <laughs> number one, I want to see these drawings. Okay, well, have a little look at the chat there for us. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. There we go. Russ, I don't, Russ is, is he's the he's the exact example of why I don't want them on the council. That's all I'm saying. That guy looks he's, fucked up. He's a British man through and through. Yeah, okay. So it's a white guy with a absolute bonce. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's holding up a I reckon that's a charcoal sketch. I think oh, he's using a alien. Uh what what's the softest lead on a pencil yeah, you can like get? A, I think he's using maybe a 6 or an 8B. 6B. Mm. Uh and it's sort of like lizard man cross gray, right? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. With, would... with a little bit of um lucha libre wrestling mask thrown in. Yeah. Mm. The final one is just a gray. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a regular old gray to me. And I'll tell you what, uh when it comes to 
the the last one here, am not getting any Dracula vibes. No I'm Dracula vibes. Zero yeah. Dracula vibes from this picture. Like at all. Hmm. I'm not sure this guy knows what Dracula is. Me? Well, okay. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see what Russ has to say. <clears throat> Russ even says he developed chronic fatigue syndrome and PTSD from his time spent fighting. <sighs> what? Oh, I don't think you got chronic fatigue from the alien wars. Chronic fatigue. Russ. I look. I think if you're going to um, if you're going to have a delusion. Nothing wrong with, uh, like, adding a bit of colour. Yeah. Uh, you know, giving yourself something to do with it on a day-to-day basis. Ooh, my back! Yeah. I threw it out in the War of Zargon. Yeah, I've you got... Know? My knee is an absolute shambles because of the Blaxulon conflict. But exactly. being like, oof, having a chronic fatigue flare-up because of <laughs> the wars that I fought... Yeah. ...on the shoulder of Orion. <laughs> He said, quote, I've been abducted at least 60 times. The first time was when I was 16, when I was travelling home on me motorbike. <laughs> I went through a tunnel that I'd never seen before, and the next thing I knew, I was in what looked like a dentist surgery with 15-foot-tall alien men that looked very much like Dracula without the sharp teeth surrounding me. Okay. It's just a man. It's a Dracula a- without sharp no. teeth is a man. You're a man. A man with an Italian's haircut <laughs> from the sixties. <laughs> Alright, so so we got we got a few details here. Without the sharp teeth says to me, Alright, he gets what a Dracula is. Yes. But yeah. at the same time, the the teeth is like At this point, yeah. It's a top three signifier of when when you're meeting a vampire or Are a Dracula. Saying that they've got capes? Uh, so yeah, he could he could be talking about someone who uh, like looks a lot like Christopher Lee. See, I'm picturing okay. Bella Lugosi. Okay. I'm picturing Bella Lugosi when you say a Dracula. Mm. All right, I've uh, I've been watching a few uh, Christopher Lee ones recently. Oh, they're really, so good. He really so goes for good. it, you know. So he could look a lot like Christopher Lee. Uh, we could be talking the black slick back hair, the very pale complexion. Uh, I don't know if he was able to witness like an aversion to sunlight, but even mm. then, we're kind of getting out of the the visuals at this point. You know? Maybe just a pale man, a, just uh, a pale yeah. guy, yeah. Or a bunch of pale guys. At least sixty times. That's at so least. many times. A lot of wars. It's a lot of wars. <clears throat> yeah, and a lot of. Mm. So, does he go to wars, or does he get in the dentist chair? Well, he explains what the dentist chair was all about here. He says, I had some sort of tube pushed down my throat and whatever liquid they pumped into me, it turned me into one of their super soldiers. (sighs) You know? He just... He's a a very normal looking man. Like, if you saw this man inside uh, an Australian pub anywhere, you would be like, oh, goddamn, okay. He'd be just just one of those guys sitting at the bar, like just a guy. But he's wearing a denim, sleeveless denim jacket, like battle jacket style. I'm gonna. A, I'm, I'm just gonna dispute with this here to say I believe that to be a collarless denim shirt that he has cut the sleeves off. <sighs> but the the collar also appears to have been cut off, <laughs> which is quite strange. Uh, and he's wearing a long sleeve, rainbow tie dye. Cotton shirt underneath. He doesn't strike me as a super soldier, you know? Yeah, definitely no. not. He would not have tactical skills of any kind. 
<laughs> I'm not getting Super Soldier vibes from him, that's fair. For the past 30 years, I've been part of their army fighting the opposing race, the Dragos. Oh, well, maybe mm. that's what's in the first picture. Mm. The Dragos. Yeah. Oh. Maybe maybe those those were like the dragon type. Oh, which are tall and scaly with edge like dragons. Oh. Mm. I thought I think maybe be. we owe Russ an apology. Yeah, no, abso- mm, absolutely. That maybe. is abs- that is tip to toe. That is a Drago that he's that he's drawn. <laughs> Although when he started when he started to say it, I I was just wondering whether he, he was fighting Italians. He meant something else. You know the ones. I've been gone for years, and people don't realise there's four hours here. Is four years on one of the planets I've been to. Maybe. Looking at this photo, I've been thinking maybe maybe this dude is sixteen. <laughs> this is there's how he a, looks. There's an easier way to be to say four hours is four years. I would say yeah. that one hour is one year. I would just simplify that fraction personally. <laughs> one hundred twenty-seven <laughs> hours is one hundred twenty-seven years. <laughs> It's honestly no wonder why I used to be so tired in my day job, the amount of time I'd be gone for. Yeah. I think this man just has chronic fatigue. This is so good. It's so good. He's just like, I'm real tired. I must have been abducted by aliens in a time space. You've got sleep apnea, Russ. Go and do your test. Get on the pension, mate. (laughs) You deserve it. Stop fighting. Get on the disability, brother. Stop fighting those Dragos. They've never wronged you. (laughs) <laughs> Russ from Filey, North Yorks, added... You reckon that's Filey? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. if it's wrong, who cares? If it's wrong, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, added, I've fought in battles across the UK, Europe, and South America, and I've even fought in different battles for territory in space, sir. Each time I've been abducted, I've been transported to a room covered in checks, kind of like a chessboard. <laughs> Kind in the of center like of it. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, they've put him inside the uh, the holodeck. The, he's, are you on the holodeck? The he's room. on the holodeck. <laughs> in the center of it is a glass ball that can transport you through time as well as teleporting you anywhere in the known and unknown universe. Literally the holodeck. You're in the holodeck. You've <laughs> been watching Star Trek. <laughs> Such a nice little flourish to be like anywhere in the known and unknown universe. Unknown to who, Russ? Yeah, to mm. us. Or it seems like it, it seems like you got to have some idea of where you're being sent to. You know. Also, what are these battles he's doing in like South America? <laughs> what do aliens want with South America? Well, they're also fighting the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, who shared a drawing of the chessboard? Come on. That's just that's just a drawing of some squares. Uh, now imagine this, but big and all around you, you know. Russ, who shared a drawing of the chessboard, claims that there are several different races of aliens. Well, we should know here on the council. Yeah. Mm. And there has been a war between two different races for years. He said, there's so many different races, but I struggle to remember the names of them all. I'm certain that one of the races have wiped my memory of certain happenings and some of the times when I was abducted. Yeah, that's also my excuse when I can't remember what some of the races are. Well, you've got the Dragos. You've got... Oh, bloody hell, must have had uh, me. I nicked me memories again. Oh, <laughs> I, I did know them. There was heaps. <laughs> there were heaps. 
wiped my memory of certain happenings. I like that. <laughs> Done the man in black wipe. Now, well, like you said, he did, he did have a nice little rhetorical flourish before Ben. And um, I just want to say he's also very understated at times because he continues. I've spoken with other abductees and they've said the same thing happened to them. It's quite worrying. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's quite worrying. Russ hopes that by sharing his story, more people will understand what's going on, quote, under their noses, end quote. Can I, um, can I read a couple of uh, comments to you from the, the comments to this story? Okay. Uh, there's one here from Stephen Harrison who says... I know he is telling the truth because I fought next to him. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. Does he know the other races? Uh, there's He's, another comment here. It's so funny if Russ was really mad at that dude for stealing Valor. <laughs> no, he didn't. It was just me. I mean, he didn't do shit. He's a medic. <laughs> I never served alongside you. <laughs> this one is so good. Sounds totally legit. Of course those highly advanced aliens would need to keep dragging dozy bollocks there into all their fights. <laughs> Calm down. Get him. Roast him. His oh, Facebook my. page says it all. Oh. Oh. What's, what's this intriguing? Does it? Piece of information. Time to get to the truth, you know? Yes. Open Facebook. <laughs> yeah, if we could have some sort of hacker man music playing over the top of this... That would be your job to put that in, I believe. Uh, Russ Kellett, UFO researcher, biker, and abductee. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dog. D so, do you think that's meant to be like a biker vest that he's wearing? Uh, well, he's got another... He's got a Harley Davidson jacket with flames on it. That's, oh, that's pretty much cool. Better. That's much better. Oh, his posts aren't public. This is fucking... You oh. sent me a bum steer, random guy in the comments <laughs> of the Daily Star. Wow. I will not forget this. Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Hmm. Ah, uh, yep. Hmm. Aliens. Not part of nature. You know what is part of nature? Nature. <laughs> it's time for Nature Corner. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. This is a story from the Southwest Times record. 
Meet the Arkansas baseball fan who wrangled a raccoon with his bare hands. Mm. I want to meet this man. (laughs) Well, you are about to. (laughs) Arkansas baseball has had plenty of experience with unexpected guests. There was LSU baseball's rally possum in 2016 versus the Razorbacks. In last year's Super Regionals against NC State, a groundhog ran onto the infield. <laughs> it was punted 300 feet. On Friday night, another viral hero was born at Baumwalker Stadium, Fayetteville native Grant Harmon. Harmon, 24, is enjoying a taste of viral fame after a raccoon ran through the stands in left field during Arkansas Baseball Series opener against Vanderbilt. He saw the critter racing through his section and, in a moment of either bravery or insanity, caught it with his bare hands. <laughs> Quote, The opportunity just came about. <laughs> and I guess I just took action and grabbed it, Harmon told the Southwest Times. That was a first. I have no prior experience grabbing raccoons. <laughs> He's been waiting for this moment yeah, for really all his makes... life. <laughs> so the opportunity is just... It's popped up. Yeah. I have no prior experience grabbing raccoons, but when that opportunity presents itself, yeah. I am going in both hands, going there's in both a, boots. There's a lesson there for all of us. You'd hate <laughs> to find out like that you are actually shit at catching raccoons, right? This is your oh, moment. Oh, yeah. And you tried and you, and fucked and it you up. failed. It just, yeah. 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 Everyone was cheering and they realized that you didn't even get a hand on it. And they're like, oh, and they just and turn they're around. They're booing you, yeah. And then you have to go back to it's your not job. This guy. So. The your life factory. goes downhill. You develop a drinking problem. Yep. You're so ashamed that you couldn't take the raccoon. Your wife leaves. She takes the kids. She takes the house. The, the house is just empty and dead yeah. silent, except for the sound of raccoons going well, through your bins, <laughs> which is a painful reminder. <laughs> Why don't you just fuck the raccoon if you can catch it? <laughs> your wife leaves you for that raccoon you couldn't catch. <laughs> it's really the uh, the aspiring raccoon grabber's rejected wedding proposal, you know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. This Going is in the for a last kiss on the thing kiss I cam. wanted to happen. The raccoon turns away. With fans cheering him on and taking pictures and videos, Harmon held the raccoon by the scruff of its neck and marched the intruder up the stairs of section 117 and out of the stadium. He said he was met by University of Arkansas police officers who told him to throw the raccoon in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just huck it over the fence. Oh, just javelin that motherfucker. <laughs> as far oh, as you damn. Uh, I don't want to spoil this for you, but here comes the turn. Oh, no. Harmon nearly got away unscathed. But as he let the raccoon loose, it managed to reach around and bite him on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. The huh? medical team helped clean up the bite, and Harmon was ready to watch the end of a close game. Quote, I was just about to walk back into the stadium, and the cop was like... Uh, you need to go get a rabies shot, like, right now. (laughs) (laughs) I drove to the ER that was close by, and they gave me my first round of rabies shots last night. He now has to return for three more rounds. (laughs) Damn, man. Harmon wasn't the only one injured in the incident. His mother, Kelly, was standing on a chair behind Harmon when he nabbed the raccoon, trying to avoid it as it scurried by. She fell over behind him. Captured on videos now circling the internet. Don't worry, she's fine. Well, is she injured or is she fine? Quote, she's got a big old nut on her leg this morning, Harmon said, but she's currently on a plane headed down to the beach, so I think she's in good spirits. <laughs> she bumped her leg. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not wishing an injury on this lady. No. I'm just saying. If the, if the 
the news is going to describe her to me as injured. It's not what I'm expecting. Although, if I hit my shin really hard on something and got a big knot on there, I would be acting so injured. Yeah. Because that shit sucks. It, it hurts so bad. I, I, I wang my shins on one part of my bed frame just about once a week, every week, and I just have a series of lumps there all the time. It's fucking worse. It's so painful. Got to get rid of that bed frame, buddy. No. Mm. I'm not going to float the idea of maybe walking around the bed frame either. Okay. Well, thank you for your I'm suggestions. I'm mattress right on the floor. <laughs> well, I've done it before. It's quite nice. <laughs> By day, Harmon is a salesman for a sporting goods company. His typical Saturday would be spent doing yard work or grilling outside. Instead, he's been fielding messages and calls from podcasts, radio stations, newspapers, and more. Why? His girlfriend, Why? unbeknownst to Harmon, even started a GoFundMe. For what? Why? <laughs> the $10,000 those rabies shots cost. Get this man a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I don't seek to benefit from this in any sort of way, Harmon said. Any mm. of the profits that are raised, we're just going to donate it to animal control or something of that sort. <laughs> something of that nature. Hey, look, don't get me wrong. Uh, if people donate to it and they just take the money, cool. Like, because everybody involved yeah, has just cool. decided that they don't have anything else that they could possibly do with that money, I think, at that point. Yeah. Harmon has gotten laughs out of fellow Razorback's pride and his feat of strength, as well as from, quote, outsiders... Cracking jokes about Arkansas. 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 Arkansans. 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 Mm. Uh, eating raccoons for dinner. But uh, before he gets his. Yeah. Arkansas raccoon catch at baseball game at gofundme.com. Uh, <laughs> Kennedy Higgins organizing this fundraiser. Yeah. Uh, on ma- I want to see what the explanation is here. Uh, on May 13th at Baum Walker Stadium, uh, Arkansas hero Grant Harmon so bravely protected the great state of Arkansas from a rabid raccoon. <sighs> They're having fun with it. Okay. Yes, I'm into it now. In a state of chaos and panic, Grant did not hesitate to scoop up the critter and safely escort him out of the stadium. However, a minor injury occurred... Uh, required a trip to the hospital. This money will go towards the brave hero's medical bills and the excess will be donated towards animal rescue. It's a great day to be a hog. <laughs> now, two so, things... So true of today and every other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that has raised $665 of a $1,200 goal. Okay. So America I, fucking sucks, man. Yeah. Like, I guess they just got to do whatever they do to keep stay alive a little bit longer. You'd really hope that, you know, like, you wouldn't, you know, in Australia, you could pick up any raccoon that you saw without Mm. worrying that you were going to have to spend a grand at the hospital, you know? And that's That's really beautiful. We also don't have rabies. Mm. Yeah. So that's also nice for us. Minor, minor difference. Or or, or Lyme disease as well. If you see a tick on you, you'll probably be fine. Isn't Lyme disease fake? No, Lyme disease is real. Lyme disease in Australia is, is fake. <laughs> so, uh, is that it? Is he, is he still alive? Oh, he's still alive. Um, but before he gets his next few rounds of rabies shots, there's more baseball to watch. Harmon planned oh. to be at Saturday's game. It would be less Good funny if he died. I don't think we would share that story if he was yeah. dead. Yeah, that's true. A bit of a oh, downer. Oh, no. That Andrew just posted a photo in the chat there. This is the this is the header on the GoFundMe. Uh, oh, 
Okay, let's to describe this because this is obviously an audio format. The podcast. Um, he's holding it by the scruff of its neck. He is holding his phone arm length away from him to get a photo of the two of them. There is a man <laughs> in the background who is staring in sort of uh, a slightly bemused delight yeah. at the goings on, and the raccoon Wild is looking eyed, though. That man has got his peepers. All you know the way how open. I would describe that facial expression is uh, John Lovitz in The Wedding Singer when he says, "He's losing my mind," and I'm, and I'm reaping the be- all the benefits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That raccoon is looking directly at the camera and doing <laughs> it's a living arms. <laughs> it really does look like it's posing for the photo, doesn't Who it? Who do? I'm, I'm sure that it's not having a good time, uh, but in this in this one little slice of time, really looks like he's hamming it up. You know? Yeah. It does make me feel a lot, like even more less sorry for the guy for getting bitten. Like, if you got the time mm. to hang out with it and take a photo and stuff. Yeah, he wasn't just, like, taking it straight out to the parking lot. He was playing around with it a little bit. Yeah, if you're going to do a show he, with the he raccoon. He fucked around, and then he found out. Yeah, raccoon needs his pound of flesh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that, well, let's say... Uh, <laughs> what it is? is that what that means? <laughs> yep. Anyway, stupid thing for a raccoon to do in the first place. Getting all up in a baseball stadium. Uh, probably doesn't even know how the scoring works. Speaking of another stupid animal that may be getting even stupider, Ben, what is this next Nature Corner item? Uh, This is a press release from the Mount Sinai School of Medicine. Scientists see signs of traumatic brain injury in headbutting muskox. I I feel like I might have an idea about where he got it. Sorry? (laughs) Could be anything. Uh, Scientists at the... Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai saw for the first time hallmarks of concussions and other head trauma in the brains of deceased headbutting animals, musk oxen and bighorn sheep. The results, published in the journal Acta Neuropathologica, may contradict the commonly held belief that ramming animals do not suffer brain injuries <laughs> and support the notion that studies on animals with brains evolutionarily similar to those of humans may help researchers understand and reduce traumatic brain injuries. Where did we get the idea that that was not the case? <laughs> I, just yeah, think I, I wouldn't be like, have thought that it wasn't the case. <laughs> well, they do it so much that surely, <laughs> it surely can't they're hurt not them. getting a brain injury from this. <laughs> it makes sense if they. Do it long enough, and they get the uh, Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours of headbutting. <laughs> yeah, Eventually, you're going to get good. At- yeah, they're not getting dumber; they're becoming serene. You know, <laughs> oh, we don't think boxers actually feel any pain whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, their ears are meant to look like that. <laughs> I got to say, they're uh, they're very cool looking animals. Oh my god, they're so they dope. look pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. We, we got some real bantha looking animals cruising around. You know. I like that the uh, mm. the bones on their heads make it look like they just have like the worst horse girl centre part in the world. It's so <laughs> good. Got a horse girl haircut. <laughs> uh, quote: Death and dis- disability caused by traumatic brain injury is a widespread problem that needs better solutions," said Nicole Ackerman's PhD postdoctoral fellow at the Icon what Mount Sinai. What are you suggesting? Oh, you mean for people, not for the cutting Quote. We showed that animals which regularly engage in headbutting may actually suffer the kind of traumatic brain injury seen in humans. This opened the possibility that by studying these animals, we could learn a lot about traumatic brain injury. 
Dr. Ackermans and her colleagues studied the brains of three deceased musk, musk oxen from Greenland and four bighorn sheep, which were obtained from parks in Colorado and Utah and the Buffalo Zoo in New York. Part of the reason for obtaining brains from these horned animals is that they're known to engage in violent head-to-head collisions, usually in mating and social hierarchy rituals. For instance, male musk oxen often reach speeds of up to 30 miles an hour before impact. (laughs) Wow. It's like 45, 50 k's an hour. Just extraordinary. Just slamming slamming their heads together. (laughs) Back legs going right up in the air. (laughs) Although a few studies have observed symptoms of traumatic brain injury, such as acting dazed, none have directly tested whether the brains of musk oxen and other ramming animals show any damage. Mm, several animals were spotted saying "adoy" and <laughs> "doohoohoo." <laughs> the other reason is that bovids, such as cows, sheep, buffalo, gazelles, and the animals in the study, have gyrencephalic or folded brains, which are also Ooh. seen in humans. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they don't have smooth brains to start with. <laughs> Uh, to look for signs of TBI damage, the researchers cut the brains into thin slices and fried them lightly before chucking them in a Dutch oven. Uh, cut the brains into thin slices and treated the slices with antibodies made to detect phosphorylated tau proteins found in humans or mice. This form of tau is a hallmark of damage that is often seen in the brains of Alzheimer's disease patients or in people who have suffered TBIs, including chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE. Mm. When they looked at the brains under a microscope, they saw that one of the antibodies stained musk oxen brains at easily detectable levels, whereas the bighorn sheep brains had lightly detectable levels of staining by a different antibody. Further analysis supported the idea. For example, the prefrontal cortex of the musk oxen brains had high levels of tau protein tangles, especially near the surface of the cortex. Quote, This pattern is sometimes seen in the brains of people who suffer from CTE, Dr. Ackerman said. Our results open the possibility that these animals' brains undergo chronic repetitive damage as seen in some TBI patients. Which is just funny as fuck it's, to me. It's that- such a dude's rock image. <laughs> this animal has straight up Making evolved. Making it stupider. To have brain damage. All of them are just walking around like... And giving themselves more brain damage. They're bimbifying themselves. (laughs) And we had just been assuming this whole time, like, well, there's no way that could be the case because that would be insane. (laughs) Evolutionarily, that'd be a a huge race of himbos. There's no way. (laughs) But new research indicates fucking. And up until now, scientists have thought, no, they love it. I just like doing it. Uh, I just like if, doing it. Yeah, if they if it wasn't good for them, why would they do it? You know, yeah. why would they what do they also something? say about college football athletes. It's <laughs> mm. true. It's so, good for them, and that's why we don't pay them. This this uh, this article's been uh, good for me because I always thought that CTE stood for like crash team injury. <laughs> now, don't try and <laughs> follow that yeah. one through. Okay. okay. From start <laughs> <laughs> Always thinking the wheels are turning. I mean, I was thinking about uh, all the people who get CT and their brains really do go to fucking mush, don't they? Yeah. Um, Shake all those folds out. Well, because like with with professional fighting, like for a, for a long time, and different uh, different like disciplines. Uh, will train this sort of stuff more but like 
for ages, people doing MMA and stuff like that would do hard sparring and like just try to knock each other out while training together. So like not even when you're having the professional fight and getting knocked out. But, like, just getting knocked just out in the gym as part of training. Exhibition you know? knockouts. Yeah, yeah. Just a friendly. <laughs> doing a friendly. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, what a bunch of ridiculous and stupid animals. Am I talking about musk oxen? Oh. Or... No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are we checking oh. in with the people of the Netherlands? <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm from Holland. Isn't that beer? Uh, the answer is I was talking about musk oxen. Yeah, good. Because I wouldn't. Be, uh... I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that about these guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we have several listeners from the Netherlands, and uh, calling them dumb animals would probably seem. Yeah, like a, you dumb yeah. piece of shit. Fuck yeah. you. Okay. Hey, human that would be a horrible are, thing to say to them. Human yeah. beings are animals. You know, we're all animals. Not this me. comes to us from <laughs> DutchNews.nl, the one and only. Really. Yeah. Let's Except give it no up. substitutes. Truly. Let's give it up for DutchNews.nl. The, the premier Dutch news site that we get our we Dutch news from. Hey, guy. Nice ass. Utrecht gives street harassment a female twist. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate this. I already hate this. <laughs> I, I think you're going to hate it and Theo's going to end up really liking it. <laughs> <clears throat> Men walking around the center of Utrecht on Friday afternoon will be shouted and hissed at by a woman on a computer screen as part of a campaign to combat street harassment. Flats to Amsterdam. We are absolutely (laughs) sick of sexism in this city. Here is a video of a screeching harpy that will yell at you (laughs) naggingly as you walk past. The council hopes the campaign, which will take place around the Strathuisbrug from 3pm to 5pm, will highlight how unpleasant being hissed or shouted at can be. Are the dudes doing a lot of hissing over there? Apparently, yes. Yeah, they're hissing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that seems kind of catty to me. That's not... I don't know. And it's it's not particularly complimentary. Not like it, a good wolf whistle is, you know? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> ladies love that. <laughs> Uh, the, the computer comments will begin in a friendly tone, but become nastier and more threatening. Uh, this, will look, they? This whole campaign is so funny to me because um, you know that how many guys there are out there who'll be like, "Yeah, and I've got a little dick, don't I? I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. And I'm a dirty I'm a nasty worm. little freak. Yeah, I'm a filthy little far, you worm. Can throw me. You're right. I'm a pathetic little boy. You know." Uh, they're gonna have to be like shooing dudes away with a broom. <laughs> Get out of here! Come on. It's gonna be a certain kind of guy filling that street. Yep. Yep. Staring for hours, very blank look on his face. <laughs> Just absorbing it like they're in fucking Embassy Town. Ben, have you ever read Embassy Town? You got to get on that. Yeah, that book that I lent to you to read. Ooh, oh, twist. damn! I'm getting my I'm getting my friends that like China Meevil mixed up. Yeah, I've read all of his books except uh, the young adult novel Rail Sea. I haven't gotten around to okay. that one yet. Well, anyway, the the Dutch people are sitting around like the aliens in Embassy Town, <laughs> listening <laughs> to, <laughs> to the intoxicating voice coming from the speaker. That's right. Eventually, this will lead them to become horribly addicted to the voice. Uh, mm record the voice play snippets of it back 
to themselves, divide themselves into uh, two warring factions of Dutchmen. Um, yeah, and then and then something else, but I don't want to give away the twist of the the novel for those that haven't read Embassy Town because what a twist, hey? What a, what a beautiful twist, incredible mm. novel. Check out Embassy Town. Don't go to the Netherlands. Actually, I quite enjoy. Maybe we should Amsterdam. Maybe, Maybe we, we should. should. Maybe yeah, we should. when we do our first tour, we do yeah. Hobart, yeah. Canberra, Brisbane, Utrecht. <laughs> nice. The street yeah. harassment town. I've got to see this sign. <laughs> Finally, Quotes. performing first time on reclaimed land. Quote, we hope this campaign will make men feel how uncomfortable and sometimes even threatening street harassment is, said Mayor Sharon Dykesma. Not all men intimidate women, but the, but the really <laughs> pathetic ones don't. Oh, oh you're, you're too good to intimidate women, now. <laughs> Not all men intimidate women, but they are an important link in the fight against street harassment. Uh, the men on the receiving end of the cat calls will be, quote, taken care of by council <laughs> workers. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> They were really sad. I need to be uh, need to be Dutch nursed. <laughs> yeah, any 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 perverts who've been hanging around too long will be will be finished off by council. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like the managers sitting around like, so that's what it's like. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of it that I way. Never... I just thought it was funny and made them feel good. The the thing that kind of comes to mind here for me of like equivalent things is the 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 traffic safety ads that they had here, where um, somebody a guy would like drive past really fast in his car, and then two women would turn to each other and put their little pinky up and go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do that every time yeah. the guy guy's drives. Guy's yeah. got a little dick, little picker. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I am doing that every time the the Lexus with the big. Cannon exhaust drives down my street way too loud and gives me a little fright. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> then I'll hold my little pinky up. You should hey. just slash their tires. I yeah. should. You should have yeah. some cow traps on you. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a gate out front, so I'll probably have to jump that first. Yeah, I'll probably have to do it in the dark of night. Oh, actually, there's a laneway that goes up the back of their house. Mm. Uh, now we're talking. Yeah, sneak in through there. Can I, can I advocate for... Window. Can I advocate for, like... Um, Keeping it classy, and maybe going a little retro, banana in the tailpipe. What does yeah. that do? I don't know. I think I'd need a potato for this. Does that kill him? Explode. Does it yeah. kill him? <laughs> no, it, it makes it go faster. <laughs> Keeps all that exhaust in. Uh, you know what happens to his wife in The Godfather Part 1? Oh, that's right. Oh, None of geez. you have seen The Godfather Part 1 somehow. I've seen The Fucking Godfather Part 1. Oh, sorry. Uh, don't okay. lump me in with the rest of these animals that haven't Pretty seen defensive. good movies. Pretty defensive. Mm. Name, mm. Uh, name the Godfather. <laughs> Flago. Yep. All right. That's correct. And then there's Flago the second. Flago Vespucci. <laughs> the men on the receiving end of the catcalls will be, quote, taken care of by council workers who will explain what the aim of the campaign is and ask how they felt about being singled out. Did you like it? Did, like did it you like that? How much oh, you liked you it like too it? much? You oh, you it too much? Oh, I really you liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I bet again. you did. I bet you liked it. Disgusting. That's shameful. <laughs> Give me $20 from your wallet right now. Your penis is small and flaccid. <laughs> I think, yeah, most of the feedback is going to be, and if next time you could have her say this. 
Yeah. Oh! Council research dating from 2019 found that almost half the city's female population had experienced being shouted at at or hassled while out walking. Well, let's do a funny riff on that sentence. That's (laughs) fun. Hmm. 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 Yeah. That sucks. That sucks really fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess... uh, Oh, there's a... You're telling me there's there's an unfunny side to... Cat calls. <laughs> cat story. Um, d- uh, can we can we have a quick quick whip around? Does anyone feel like the video campaign of the lady hissing at people is going to make a is going to have much headway there? I have no idea. I don't think so. Like these no, things no are so stupid because it's like the guys that are doing that don't not know that it's bad. They don't not yeah. know mm. that it's making women uncomfortable. That's the entire yeah, point. They're just shitty. Be like, uh, like, yeah, do, doing doing awareness campaigns about like unsolicited dick pics. You know, yeah. yeah. Hey, it turns out some people don't want the pictures. And a guy who's oh, like no masturbating while you're explaining it to him. You're like, oh, is that right? <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Wow. Earlier efforts to curb street intimidation in Rotterdam and Amsterdam by issuing a so-called hissing ban were scuppered by a court in The Hague which said it contravened the right to freedom of speech. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The, the right to hiss. In the Netherlands. Yeah. What a place. What a place. Yeah. Don't step on me, you know? Yeah. Or do. Uh, at the moment, <laughs> people who verbally harass others are only given a warning. What, like a cop just goes, hey, hey. please d- don't. Hey. Cut it out. <laughs> please don't. Stop. Please. I think they should be shot on sight. Yeah, yeah we're talking. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, hmm. Thanks, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> you happy with yourself, Theo? <laughs> Theo, uh, in his quest to focus on the thing that we're doing, has been screenshotting bits of Google Maps uh, from the Netherlands, including us and Borger. <laughs> Borger's better than us. <laughs> Borger's Borger. great. Oh, it depends. It depends on the day that you ask me. <laughs> Skew nude. <laughs> Come on. Is it Come a on. audio medium, this podcast? <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> Sleep. Oh. A strange man. You don't always know why he does the things that he does. Am I talking about our very own Theo, or am I talking about the fictional character, Mr. Bean? Let's find out in this week's Scam Watch. This is from the website, The Gamer. You on, you on that one much, Ben? Uh, not frequently. <laughs> but I was on there today. I hate to pull the curtain back, but yeah. um, I desperately tried to find this being covered on a different website so I could use one that was less embarrassing, and this was the only one. Oh, no. <laughs> From website The Gamer. Mr. Bean NFT Discord has been infiltrated by scammers. <laughs> Great. That's not very Mr. Bean of you. <laughs> Great sentence. Mr. Bean NFT Discord. That does not... <laughs> that doesn't match with the Mr. Bean values that everyone promised to <laughs> abide by. It's really off Mr. Bean brand having an NFT. Well, it's... actually... Uh, 
It turns out that it's it's official. It is approved by Rowan Atkinson himself. Fuck off. Yeah. Although Rowan Atkinson is in the John Cleese zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Kinda... What didn't they both died twenty years ago? Oh, that's a shame. Yep. Ah, oh, shame. R.I.P. You couldn't Go say that nowadays. Some... I say about the thing I'm currently saying. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Quote. It's recently come to our attention that spammers are auto-DMing people as soon as they join the server. Chief Visionary Officer Xenox.eth wrote... You can't have a... The only way that you're going to have a Mr. Bean Discord (laughs) is just everyone fucking, like, talking in three-word sentences and they otherwise... Voice voice memos only. Voice memos. (laughs) Voice memos only. Lots of people going. <laughs> Maybe we could make this. <laughs> like, I bet you could restrict it so you could only post voice memos. You have a team of mods checking for beanticity of every voice memo. Oh, I'm going to make that. it. I'm going to make it happen when this, <laughs> when this episode goes live. I'm going to create the, the bean, Mr. bean Discord. Bean Join. Zone. The Buddha Vista Patreon to maybe join the Bean Zone. Oh my goodness. Seven dollars a month for nothing but bean voice memos. Bean. Uh, the chief visionary officer continued Please do not interact with anyone posing as a FOMO lab team member or official bot. We are not giving away any pre sales or, quote, free NFTs. I mean, why would you give away? an NFT free when there's so much value there. There's just so much value to be Mm. had. I thought he was going to say, please do not interact with anyone posing as Mr. Bean. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the real Mr. Bean. not the official Mr. Bean. (laughs) Who is real, he's just not in here. Yeah. The Mr. Bean NFT line, fucking hell, approved by Rowan Atkinson himself, is being run by FOMO Lab to bring their community together community of like-minded bean lovers (laughs) they created a discord and already it's running into scam problems as members are being picked out by bots with phishing links aiming to steal money and nfts these are scams that are distinct from the scam that is a mr bean nft yes this is a meta scam this is a scam of adjacent to this it's like a scam shantytown Forming around a, a a gold mine, yeah. That's also mm. a scam. Fake. That's also yeah. a scam. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if the town Megaton from the terrible game Fallout Three was built around a gigantic turd laid <laughs> by a <laughs> mentally. Uh, what is Mr. Bean? Let's get into this. <laughs> what is he? Well, I actually have been meaning to get on uh, He's British, to the show. British. <laughs> Ben Jenkins to cover this because they've briefly spoken about it uh, on their podcast. Freedom about how home. he falls from the sky and then with the implication that, of course, yeah. that he's he not might, of this world. Yeah. He might be an alien. And I really wanted to spend a good 60 minutes uh, delving mm. into the likelihood of that. But that's that's a future episode and for the, sure. The Latin choir in the intro is singing, Behold the Man Who Is a Bean. Which is extremely <laughs> funny. Why is this knowledge just gently floating at the top of the reservoir of your thoughts? I learned this recently when we were watching Mr. Bean and uh, my poor small stepson was like, 
Why is that guy so weird? <laughs> yeah, did, how, I was like, how am I supposed to explain, explain English people deal. to my... I don't want to have to explain Mr. Bean to my kids. Uh, the school should do that when he turns 17. So, right. after my... Um, so, my, my granddad had a stroke in 1992 and he lost a lot of his like brain function and his ability to form new me- uh, memories and that sort of thing. And... Um, and so he was frozen in time, basically, mentally, where one of the few things that he really, really enjoyed doing was watching the two Mr. Bean VHS tapes that he had. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I watched a lot of I watched a lot of Mr. Bean on VHS with my with my lovely grandfather. It was one of those things where just because, I don't know, maybe the way you process information as a kid or whatever is not the same, but I had just assumed that there must be like hundreds of Mr. Bean episodes. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like I saw this online. There's, only like, there's like 15 of them. There's like yeah. not many. No. I had this experience recently with the Monty Python's Flying Circus. Because yep. I saw that it was on. Like, we're, we're always trying to like find um, live action movies that our kids can also watch mm-hmm. and uh, and elna was like i'm gonna put on monty python and the holy grail oh god yeah <sighs> which is fine but like there's there are there are some things with kids where like you think that they'll enjoy them because you enjoyed them when you were a kid right uh and then you find yourself having to just explain concepts for the entire mm. movie and that's not that's not very fun to that's do for a whole fun. movie Elna's always like, oh, I want to get them to watch Sister Act. They'll love it. I loved it when I was a kid. And I'm like, enjoy explaining what a nun is. And then they're what, like, what's a nun? Why is she singing? What's a, yeah. what's, a, what's a nun? What's a showgirl? What is organized crime? What's drug crime? What is, uh, <laughs> what is like the FBI? What is uh, witness protection? What is a nun? So on and so forth. Yeah. And it turns out they, they don't know what any of that stuff is. and They don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. I've just posted the commonly asked questions uh, when you Google Mr. Bean. Um, people also ask, why Why is Mr. Bean in jail? Oh, no. Why is Mr. Bean 16 plus? Well, those two when- sort of go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> when did Mr. Bean end? What disability has Mr. Bean got? There we go. I believe Mr. Bean has... Um, Himbo. Is one of those? <laughs> it's, it's a. Is it aphasia when the words that come out of you are garbled, or is it only aphasia when you can, the words that you hear are garbled? I think oh, he has beans aphasia, beans and it's aphasia. named after him because he was after the first him. case that mm. they ever found. Mm. Uh, hey Ben, if you do uh, go and talk to Ben Jenkins about. The origins of being. I just want my contribution to be alien or angel. Okay, well, I was going to have him on this podcast, which you're also on, so you oh, okay. could probably talk to him about it as well. Okay. Yeah. The podcast I... Bunta Vista. Oh, check it out if you get a chance, everybody. <laughs> Almost immediately after the server's launch, someone lost out in a scam. Quote, they told me I need to pay maintenance fees to release my profit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and as I invested less than they requested for maintenance fees, I've been unable to pay these fees, Karuma wrote. I have now realized it's probably a scam and would appreciate some guidance on how I can recover any funds. I That's just cool. wish... <laughs> 
perfect sentence coming up here, Theo. I just wish I had bought more crypto instead of trusting idiots. What date was that? What's the date on that bad boy? Uh, this story is from like, I think it's only like three or four days ago. It's it's post collapse. I'm pretty post- sure. Oh, oh yeah. dear. Just wish I had smart a- people. Got to buy the dip. You know. I don't think he's for sale. Oh, this was published yesterday. It's like, I know that this is not an original thought and it's probably not the first time that we have said it on this show, but it's very funny to me that so many of the people who are convinced that like they, they, are, they get something that other people aren't getting and they're getting in on the ground floor of like the future of something, all that sort of stuff, also happen to be exactly as susceptible to scams as like your 85-year-old grandmother. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is good stuff. Well, I mean, because it might not be a scam. It might be a, the next big thing. Mm. You never know. Okay. Then you're so stupid. Wouldn't you have egg on your face? Mm. El Salvador changes to the um, <laughs> to the bean chain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just think. You know, you'll be standing around thinking. Those could have been my magic beans. Yeah, I was. We're going to look like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Right after joining, I was met with DM after DM about NFTs and crypto. One such message linked me to a new Discord called Treasury, merging classical art with NFTs. Another was promising a special price of 0.2 ETH for a limited Mr. Bean Mint, while funnily enough, also warned me not to trust other links. All others are fake, it said. <laughs> God. But you'd hate to miss out, though. No, right? I don't want to miss out. Yeah. That limited edition Mr. Bean Mint. Fuck. Which, again, is a JPEG image. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they even have... Yeah, I suppose. It's a picture from one of the 15 episodes you've already seen 600 I, times. I think they're actually cartoon Mr. Beans. Oh, even worse. The That's bean not NFT. a thing. Never That's... before seen no. bean. Yeah, these are rare beans. <laughs> if you had, like, maybe a bunch of, say, um, intimate behind-the-scenes uh, portrait photography from the original run of Mr. Bean, mm. you know? A whole bunch of photos no one had ever seen. Maybe he's there in costume, but, like, he's really tired at the end of the day. Head, yeah. head down, cigarette in his fingers, you know. Maybe you've, got, caught you've got Mr. Bean in a state of undress. Yeah, oh, well, you've got all of the photos that they couldn't, um, all like scenes and the videos and snippets that they couldn't include in that episode um, where he gets food poisoning and locks himself out of his hotel room and oh, runs around nude because uh, you can see his dick and saggy little balls. Mm-hmm. And you can you can own that. Not the picture, a little a little receipt that says... You've got the picture. You can have a Everyone receipt. else can also see the picture. You can have a receipt for ownership of a high-quality gif of Mr. Bean blasting diarrhea in the food poisoning episode. <laughs> Uncut. Plenty of voiced frustration at how common scam bots are for the server, with DMs like these becoming increasingly common for members. Jeez, is this permanent announcement in the official channel real? <laughs> Metaborandrial asked... I'm getting tired of those scam posts. How do I even verify when this happens all the time? Zenziroxith addressed the growing contempt. Quote, It's so unfortunate that this has happened to our community. A word that I believe we should discontinue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Community, we're done with that word now. 
Call it an aggregate of dunces. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're annoyed and angry at the bad actors that have breached our Discord and managed to do this. Also, hasn't this Discord been around for like six days now <laughs> at this point? Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. Some, such as Jupa77, <laughs> replied to say that they clicked links and lost NFTs, while others commented that they came to share their artwork and got scammed. Nice weekend, as Dope V Men puts it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dope V Men really said it best about the vibe <laughs> in the Mr. D- Mr. Bean Discord after a series of scams. Really troubling news. He said it, brother. What a fucking horrible way to live your life. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. If you can think of isolated people in your community that seem like they're spending too much time on the computer, invite them outside. Mm. You know, take them to a park or yeah. something. I don't know, whatever. But just get them off the fucking computer. You might be the person that saves them from buying a Mr. Bean limited edition mint. Or a fake JPEG, one. JPEG or a fake that one. Which are you. equally as scammy. This is just and so... And that's, that's what's up. That's, <laughs> this is unfortunately what is up. Every day. That's this what's is every up. Every day with this. this every up. day with this. <sighs> but still, uh, I, I, we didn't really talk about it because, you know, it was a little too big in the news. But what do you reckon is better? Uh, this or the June Rats Doritos NFT mm, collab? Yuck. Yuck. <sighs> I, saw a, I saw a trailer today for uh, a new video game from Warner Brothers called Metaversus, mm. which is like mm-hmm. a, a Smash Brothers type clone, but it has like every Warner Brothers property into it. And it makes me go, cool. Sp- oh, it's like Game Master Anthony Smash. Yeah. 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 yeah except except like, like, I know that these things already exist. I know that things like Smash Brothers and, and all that sort of shit is already around. Even going back to stuff like, you know, Marvel versus Capcom and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Which rules, because the art looks amazing and it actually plays really well in it. And it was novel at the time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in this case, um, it this has much more of the flavor of like how when they made Space Jam 2 and they said, <sighs> what if we set it in the cumulative uh, intellectual property of Warner Brothers? Yeah. And I was like, that's so dope. My yeah. kids love it when they get a flash of the Clockwork Orange guys in a movie. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's, my kids love Game of Thrones characters standing in the background of a shot. Which is weird as fuck. At least, like, the Lego movie did it in a way where you're like, huh, I didn't really know it was possible to have a movie where, like, Gandalf and Dumbledore are, like, yelling at each other because they're in the same movie and it's being done for laughs. But it's because they, they own basically everything because mm. Lego makes right. them all or whatever. At least that had some novelty to it. it. Yeah, the Space Jam 2 thing of just being like, literally the Clockwork Orange guys are in the background of a shot. You're like, huh? What do you, what do you, what's this meant to? Who, who is this for? Who is this for? Who is this for? Uh, hey, the Matrix guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, anyway, guys. It, it really does feel Trench like. Coats. Just just having slop shoveled all over you, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, so, I hope you enjoyed this week's slop. Enjoy yeah. your slop, piggies. <laughs> 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 I, 
that's, think, that's what you want to go out on? <laughs> yeah. I, hold on. Slow, I slow, 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 little, little pigs. No, I, I actually have a request. Um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And I would like to go out this week on Lucy hissing at all the male listeners. Are we talking hiss. snake hissing or the kind of hissing that I did at other Just, people at my school when I was 13? Oh, uh, that one, please. Uh, it's sort of an Emily the Strange type hiss, I guess yeah. is what you're describing. Which, whichever, <laughs> one, whichever one you imagine uh, street harassers in the Netherlands do to upset other people, you know? Take it away. <sighs> oh. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. That's you. That's who you are right oh, now. You loved the craft so much. I bet you fucking loved it. No one will <laughs>